Well, welcome, welcome to the Hagerstown Reunite Podcast. It's your host, D. Greasy, with my normal co-host, Tom Maloney. Tom, I'm glad you uh, wandered into the right podcast this week. Uh, how's it going, and how are those blueberries? You know, I, I, it's good to be back. Uh, blueberries still working for the baby. Um, not feeding him right now, so uh, we won't have any interruptions from, from him uh, this week, but... Uh, excited to be here. Excited to have our, our special guest on today. And, uh, you know, uh, looking forward to, to another week of uh, fantasy football action. Me too. And Tom, speaking of our special guests, we have a, a real special treat today. We have the winner of the fantasy baseball league. Oh, oh, the- thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, shadow owner. Brad Doherty uh, of Shadow, shadow Owner of Dockage, Brad <laughs> Doherty himself. So, you know, as your former campaign manager, it's a real privilege <laughs> and honor to have you on the podcast, Brad. How are you doing? Well, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, I, I didn't realize that word had gotten out that I won fantasy baseball, but it's good to it's good to get the plaudits. I'll I'll take them where I can get them. And uh, yeah, big big fan of the pod. So glad to be on. Um, and, and you know today's probably the appropriate day to you know have you on. You, you just won the championship. Your Red Sox Yankees, I think, is tipping off in and you know the next couple of uh, minutes. So, but the real question I have for you is, um, for those maybe who aren't aware, you beat our my co-host Tom Maloney last week. You know, how did it feel uh, beating Tom? You know, when you get to a place like that, you want to be in a position to take the championship from the best. So I, it, it made it that much sweeter, Tom, that, that I, I ripped it from your hands. Well, and, and not only that, but Grossman, I, you and I were vying for the last playoff spot. I and know. it was a very, it came down to the last week. So I stepped over both of y'all and, <laughs> and took the championship. So uh, it feels good. Yeah, you know, as as the uh, the loser of the fantasy baseball league, uh, yet again, um, it seems like I, I do this every year. I, I, you know, I, I I'm always there to to be, you know, uh, you know, a consultatory mode. Uh, and uh, you know, Brad, I, I feel like he was definitely the the team to beat in that in that final. I was just absolutely blown away that second half of the week. I, I don't think my my offense was prepared. And uh, and then by the end, you saw I probably I didn't even set the lineup the last day because I was like, "Yep, this this one's over. It's in the books." Great win, man. Thanks. Yeah. No, it, it, it's always weird with fantasy baseball because like you have all those positions. I mean, you have all those categories, and you might look like you're up, but like you can very quickly tip the scales. Like I always check it, and then I'm like, "Well, there's." So it was competitive, like up until the last day or two. Um, so it, it was a good matchup. I uh, it was a good season. It was a good matchup. I'm glad we had a full season instead of the shortened one from last year. So good effort. I'll say, Brad. I think you want what? This is you went back to back. If that's true, I don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I guess I could check my Venmo history, um, but. <laughs> It must be a nice problem to have, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, I guess as long as Bobby doesn't win, I think we're all pretty happy there. That's right. That's yeah, right. That's, and that's and right. you know, 
this is why let me just like address the elephant in the room. This is why I think it was ultimately the right decision to walk away from the Hagerstown reunite fantasy football league when I did. So I could focus on spending more time with my family, which is my fantasy baseball team. <laughs> I do. That sounds more likely because, you know, fantasy baseball is a, a grind to do. I know you changed your job, diet just so you could be on top of the fantasy baseball league to be able to check in every day. Um, I mean, I would say, you know, crew commitment to the fantasy uh, baseball league. So I, I, nothing but congrats here. Um, so, so, yeah, so Brad, I, I, I know. To take like a vacation week next week just to, or next year just to make sure I actually – commit the, the appropriate amount of time to, to winning the championship. Great, great. You know, that, that was, that was my mistake this year, I think. <laughs> oh, we lost Brad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, he got a phone call. Oh, well, we can, uh, we can, we can pick it up from, from that last comment. When yeah. Hop back in. All right. Are you guys back? We're back, Brad. Wow. You, you just seem so important. Are you, are you getting, some, uh, you know, calls and congratulations. Is yeah. That we, why, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it was the owner calling to gradu- congratulate me. Um, yeah, that was weird. I don't know why it drops you just because you get a phone call, but sorry, sorry about that. No worries. We'll, we'll keep you in the pod just for great. You know, it's great. You know, like last week with Tom just dropping, it was perfect. Um, so one of question is, I have you, Brad, is we, as a football league, we have the football podcast. You've been advocating for a fantasy baseball podcast. Yes. Do you, I know you're a new. You're a new dad. Do you think we? Do you think there will be a chance for a fantasy baseball podcast? Well, I don't see year? how those two things are related. I was not advocating <laughs> that I would host a, a podcast. You oh. guys are so good at this. Uh, I, you know, the process of me joining was very smooth. Uh, you know, you kind of prepared me for what was going to happen. I could I could tell when you guys turned it on, you know. Um, so I, I was not advocating that I would have any role in the production of a fantasy podcast, but I think you guys are are, are hitting your stride with this one, and I think you need to branch out into other sports. <laughs> Tom, what do you think about that? I I think you know uh, you know as fall uh, you know there is that extra level commitment. How many weeks was there? Like thirty something weeks of, uh, yeah. of fantasy baseball. Um, I think I think we're more suited for the uh, the the sprint that is fantasy football. <sighs> the 17 week season uh, seems a lot more manageable. Uh, as 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 fellow dads of the of the league, uh, I could definitely uh, attest to the uh, the amount of strain this this uh, fantasy podcast puts on my family. <laughs> so I can only imagine my wife wanting to divorce me after we try and include a baseball season in addition. How about I think we can all agree that a great, you know, person to host would be Matt Sedman, right? I think that's hands down. Oh yeah, yeah. He hasn't been on the pod, right? I I haven't listened to every single one, but I don't think he's been on yet, right? So not yet. Uh, as long as you're downloading, Brad. That's all we care about. We don't care about the listens. As long as you download. Oh okay, okay, got it. Uh, do I have to subscribe? Um, we, we, oh, and by the way, like, is my last name gonna go on the description? I was like, how how public is this? You know, what if I want to host Jeopardy in the future? Like, I don't want people digging into my podcast history. Don't worry, don't worry, Brad. There's no thumbs up or thumbs down game with Will joining later, so we should be safe. 
Okay, wait, what was that? I didn't I didn't hear that one. Was that from a previous pod? No, remember from uh, Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, t- touching on um, you know, cultural issues and and what's politically correct. Yeah, let's 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 avoid that on the pod. So so Brad, I got a question for you actually. As, you know, we we are a fantasy football podcast, but uh seeing that you know you are the the reigning champ of the baseball league and uh it seems to be the the um, I, I just wanted to know, like, you know, we've been doing it now for, for a few years. And is there any changes you'd like to see, you know, potentially happening for that league or things that you'd like to, you know, see uh, you know, happen in the future? What, what, what comes across for you? Yeah, we, we tried our experiment with the uh, what did we call it? The Sabermetrics League or the yeah. Advanced Analytics League or something. Uh, so it's, we named it something pretentious, but um, <laughs> and, and we had to go to some like podunk platform um and it just i think that was what killed i mean i had a great time i thought it was a fun season where we did like these advanced uh metrics you know it wasn't like the counting stats it was more the rate statistics um i had a good time with that but we had to pick that like terrible platform i think yahoo and espn um are introducing more of those stats so I think, like, what do we still have, Kamish? We still have uh, wins, which have been completely yep. pilloried as a statistic that has any meaning. Um, quality starts is so dumb because, you know, <laughs> you six innings and three. <laughs> yeah, it's just so I would be a fan of changing the, the, some of the stats uh, to, to come into the 21st century. And also, I'm on record uh, as wanting to do an auction draft, which mm, um, it's tough with I, keepers. I know it's tough with keepers. Uh, I'd be willing, you know, I Jared Kalenic or Kalenic, whatever you say his name, he occupied a roster spot all year on my roster, on my championship roster, no <laughs> less. Uh, and he was terrible. He was yep. in the minors most of the league, and then when he came up, he was terrible. Uh, but I kept him because of this, uh, because of the keeper rule. But I would be willing. To forego that, uh, to, to to do an auction draft, but I, I mean, just witnessing the the text thread uh, on this this past <laughs> couple days, I th- that's the third rail. I don't want to make any rule changes, so I, I'll advocate for the statistic changes because I think that'll go over easier. But um, I, I probably wouldn't expect too much for uh, the auction draft. I, th- I agree. I think that might be a little tough. I think. Um... Maybe you could spearhead the rules committee uh, for the fantasy baseball. <laughs> I want nothing league. to do with it. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> or, or maybe suddenly I can get him to write a, a constitution for that, as well as figure out the mathematics behind what me drafting Wander Franco in the nineteenth round last year would count. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. What it would translate to? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, there has yeah. to be some. There has to be some spreadsheet. I bet sentiment would be on it. You know, we all, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll look into it uh, because I do think there would be um, beneficial, but obviously I bet Bobby will be complaining as soon as this pod airs, like, we're not doing that. So, you know, he'll try to dethrone me and I think, and sentiment, he's, he's the co-commissioner in that league. So, you, you, you know, the life of being a commissioner. That's um, right. It's thankless. <laughs> thank, thank you, Brad. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um. So, so, Brad, so I know we want to talk a little about fantasy football here. I know we have you on. I uh, mainly want to talk, again, congratulations on the, on the victory against Tom. But you technically, he, you still are a owner. Of the, uh, I guess we call it a shadow owner. Or maybe are you the public face of the franchise? I don't know. 
uh, with Alan So with the name still, I believe it's still called Dockage. Um, he won two in a row, which has been great. Uh, do you talk to Alan uh, any, anything about this, or are you just there for just the camaraderie, the the text threads that never end? Like, what, what's your participation at all? With uh, yeah, I I think my participation uh, extends only in so much as uh, ESPN still thinks I'm my email address is the lead <laughs> owner email address. So I still get trade proposals, <laughs> which I hope Alan gets them and can act on them. Uh, but I certainly get them in my inbox. Uh, no, I don't think I have a formal role with the team. I'd, I'd be happy to discuss uh, potential options with Alan. But if he's if he's 2-0, oh, I didn't know that. Uh, it sounds well, like he doesn't need the help. Well, he, I'll say he... He started off 0-2, and he's, he's, he's oh, gone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't even know how many, how many games have occurred. Uh, so, all right, but he's, he's on a hot streak, right? He's won his last two? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean that's my, you know, that, that's my team. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's who I'm pulling for. So, Alan So has my full support. I'm here however I can help. You know, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm Brett Favre to his Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, whatever I can do to help. Uh, so, so I guess follow-up question to that one. Um, if there were ever an potential opening in the league, would you consider, uh, consider coming back? I... <sighs> Hard-hitting question. <laughs> After witnessing the mutinous behavior that I, that I saw on the text thread, yesterday you know behavior which i haven't seen since january 6th of this year i i don't think that that would be a good decision for me or my family so i will respectfully uh decline that hypothetical offer um you know you know who's a candidate though uh pat keenan who Mm. has been sort of a sleeper candidate to join the league um never much of a football guy apparently we've all learned that he is now in a fantasy league with his NBA buds. So mm. I don't know if, you know, he's open to the idea, but he he's he's playing fantasy football now. So I, I think if you guys ever needed somebody, I think Pat Keenan might be might be your best bet. I will say I believe Pat Keenan did have a stint in the league, I think, for a year or two with Will. A, a very forgettable stint. <laughs> very forgettable. Yeah, it was definitely uh, – obviously they weren't uh, – not winners in that year, so but no, I think that's that's a good point. Hopefully, that doesn't uh, we don't have we don't have to go search for another. You know what uh, I'll do though, yeah. if if you ever get heaps to join back, <laughs> I I think I would come out of retirement as a Ooh. as a as a sign of goodwill, um, and 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 I would join to kind of you know run it back uh to the to the original uh the original league composition um i think that would be important to restore tradition in that way so if heaps is in i'm in all right we'll we'll have to get our best people on that maybe go with an expansion draft uh just to bring heaps back in i know how much uh go to to 12 teams exactly i know how much he enjoyed bobby being in the league being in the league with bobby and I'm about to listen to his podcast. Yeah, uh, I listened to his podcast. He was pretty clear. Uh, the interest <laughs> level just isn't there. So I, I, that, that's why I felt comfortable, uh, you know, setting that as my condition because I don't think it'll ever happen. No, I, I agree. Um, so so last, last thing, Brad, is there anything else? You know, 
you want to shout out uh, or make known to, to the league? Anyone want to call out? Like uh, to give an opportunity as a former member? I, like no, I don't, ha- I don't have a SoundCloud. I don't have an OnlyFans. Um, so <laughs> nothing to plug. Catch me up, though. So one of the things I asked for the pod was the timestamps so I could fast forward through the discussion about the actual league. But if, if you had to, like, give me the storylines – uh of of the league this year what what's what should i watch out for if i wanted to like follow along as a fan to the hagerstown reunite uh league i i would have to say the number one story is where will will go undefeated i think that's the his team is so stacked Mm. i mean he he near broke 200 points this past week in non-ptr league that's impressive that was very (laughs) impressive and the, the the other thing would be Who's going to finish last, Bobby or Brian? That's that's the real. Wait, league. Bobby could finish last in the baseball league and the football league. I I think it looks like it. That'll be the toilet the toilet bowl victory. Uh, <laughs> anytime you finish last in both, you might have to start calling it the Bobby. Um, I mean, I'm I'm honestly tempted to throw my hat in the ring on on the toilet bowl right there. I mean. <laughs> Past couple weeks I've had, I, I'd say my team is just as bad as anybody else's right now. So <laughs> it, it it's a, it's anybody's game for that that lot that bottom spot. <laughs> All right, well that's a reason to follow along. You, you guys have given me to to watch uh, what how high Will can soar uh, before mm-hmm. he flies too close to the sun, and how low Bobby can sink, and and can Tom outpace him in that race to the bottom. <laughs> I think I think that that's definitely uh, some storylines to follow for this for this league. So, and, and does the commish relinquish any power? Because I know they're always coming at you. You know, they they're gunning for the throne. So, as you said, Brad, it's a thankless job. We have a lot of, un- or I should say, we have one very ungrateful member of the league, um, Bobby, uh, with, with some supporters too, mind you. It's not just Bobby anymore. He's actually got support for his crazy. Yeah, it's always it always amazes me how um, someone like him could grab their supporters, but I shouldn't be surprised based on who we had as a president recently. So, um, I think Bobby, I think Bobby's lost himself in the character. He's he's like Heath Ledger without the tragic ending. <laughs> oh God! Oh, ruthless. Um, well, Brad, it was great having you on. Really appreciate. It. It's always great to have former founding members. Uh, on the podcast and again congratulations on beating tom to be what we may think is a repeat um <laughs> but not 100 percent sure we'll check the venmo account yeah thank um, you and you and you have my venmo handle right because i i keep checking my uh deposits and i don't have anything yet so let me know if you need me to send send that to you i do <laughs> i i have it i might i think it's uh I think it's your friends that tend to be the stragglers about uh, okay. things, but well, yeah. if I have to, yeah, if I have to hustle, let me know. Yeah, we don't want another uh, Honor Tobin situation. No, where... we don't. I heard that brought up. Yeah, uh, and and Sam brought that up, and he mentioned the football. It happened in baseball too, and I was out monies because of that. So I know I just took a shot at Bobby, but like Bobby did take it upon wow. himself to try to. He didn't actually like front the money, so I got I got. Yeah. You know, I didn't get a cent from Bobby, but he at least tried to follow up with Connor. So, yeah. That's all you can do. What can do. you do? What can you do? Well, Brad, thanks again. It was, it's great having you on. All right, guys. And, uh, Appreciate it, man. Yep.
Well, that was great having Brad Dockery on the pod. So, Tom, let's start. Look at last week's performance. We'll start with the toilet bowl game versus Dan Hare. I told you a week or two ago, I think Dan Hare's team is a lot better than what the record says and definitely proved uh, that this week. What did you think about that matchup? Uh, well, I mean, I, I felt like it appropriate toilet bowl. Neither team scored over 100 points. Um but uh, I think you're right. You know, he, he's got some 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 guys on his team that are, are, you know, could do a lot better. I mean, he had serious underperformance from his running backs, um, you know, Dalvin Cook and Sanders, not putting up either either of them getting over five points. But, um, you know, having uh, Scary Terry on his team and uh, the Baltimore defense, uh, I mean, he, he really, you know, he's got the makings of a, of a good team. He's just got to pick the right matchups, pick the right guys in the in the right week and and i felt like he he's got you know that potential to contend for the playoffs this year um on the flip side gallagher's team yeah that was uh just a lot of underperformance and in, in surprising areas i mean deandre swift had been had been on fire for most of the season and uh we expected more out of him this week same thing with like keenan allen deandre mm-hmm. hopkins i mean just underperformance across the board here. Um, I mean, it doesn't help when you've also got uh, negative points from from your running back, Naeem Hines. Um, so, you know, definitely has uh, has some work to do if he doesn't want to stay at the bottom of the rankings. No, I couldn't agree. I believe, you know, again, it might be a rough year for Brian. Um, and, you know, Dan Hare, you know, surprised at being so low as he is. I mean, he's – Point three two points away from Sam Miller, who is our undefeated, the other undefeated team in this league, who again beat Matt Sediment, who uh, you know is having a rough start coming out of the gate. Um, but you know, Jalen Hurts definitely really has been helping Sam with his team, as well as you know just playing matchups where <laughs> when you're playing people who aren't scoring over a hundred. And you're just barely or just at a hundred. It's going. You're going to win. Sometimes just who you play. It just you get lucky. Yeah, matchup wise, this is definitely you know uh, the because of the matchup he was playing. Um, I mean, I feel like Sentiment's team, uh, while terrible currently, um, it's only because of Christian McCaffrey being mm-hmm. injured. Um, I feel like once he's there, Gronkowski not playing this week, another huge part of the team that uh i feel like he he's becoming you know he's depending on um just you know unfortunate bad luck i'm not sure what you would put it down as but uh you know sam uh sam's team continues to roll on you know, with that you know pristine record right now so uh and and i mean honestly like you know his his team is you know even even with the underperforms this week that's what's scary about his team he went he won on a on a week when he had a you know, a matchup he could have easily lost because of, you know, just luck going one way, one way or the other. But when things are blowing right, his team is looking pretty stacked. And uh, and I could see it, you know, being one of those those final teams, you know, when it comes down to it at the end of the year. No, I agree. With, with sentiment and with losing McCaffrey, I was shocked that he did not place a bid in for Chubba Hubbard. I was a little, a little surprised when I looked at the waiver wire on Wednesday, that there was no bid for Mr. Matt Sentiment. It was quite shocking. 
And yeah, one, you know, I was I was really surprised by that too. I I thought for sure I was like, there's got to be, you know, I mean, if you're going to be the McCaffrey owner, uh, mm-hmm. after seeing what what happened when McCaffrey went down last year, like you got to go after the backup. And uh, I'm not sure, uh, you know, what the strategy was on that one. Maybe he doesn't have any faith in the rookie, but mm-hmm. uh, or the fact that he knows he'll get McCaffrey back in probably another week or two, but. I would probably, you know, say that if he had put that bid in, there, there, there'd be a decent chance he'd come out on top this week. Uh, well, we know that I ended up with Trevor Hubbard, definitely putting a fair chunk of change to get him, but it did not help me at all this week. I went against a big juggernaut, Will Krause. I mean, his team would just. Harvey put up 36. I thought I had a chance, Tom, at the beginning of the week. Or the first, you know, probably around 2, 3 o'clock. But once Tyree Kill started going, once Barkley, there must have been, I swear, there was like a 30-minute section where he put up about 80 points. And I uh, and I, I, knew, I knew I had no chance. I, I think he, the score, I, he beat me by, what, 90? Almost uh, 100. Almost yeah. 100 points. Yep. And the margin of victory would have beaten probably half the team this week. I, I mean, we all knew Will to be a juggernaut, and this is the week where he showed it. Yeah, no, I, I think that uh, – I mean, and what's worse is that uh, his team could have even even gone higher had he started Patterson. I mean, Patterson oh, yeah. with almost 30 points on his bench. I mean, just, just that alone, I mean, I'm not even sure where he would have put him in, to be honest, uh, but – because uh, because all of his his you know flex and and running back positions were were so strong this week, um, you know would have been pretty Im- impressive to see that happen. But I mean, let's just say the the rich uh, just keep on getting richer. And uh, I mean, there was that was I think that that's probably the the high water mark for the season right there. If uh, unless if he sets it even higher himself in the future. No, I think I think you hit it right there. I think this might be the higher watermark. I mean, <clears throat> it's crazy to think he could have broke 200 if he's put in uh, Cordell Patterson over Justin Jefferson. Why would you do that? No one knows. But um, you know that was that you know that just that's just the way it is. Even when you when you have all that capital going into the draft, it, it's really starting to show. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tom, thinking about Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. You, you got to still uh... keep bringing this up, man. Like, I feel like this is like you're beating a dead horse on this one, dude. This is like at well, least the third or fourth time. <laughs> uh, hey, man. It's, I know. Transition. It'll go down as probably one of the worst trades that <laughs> ever happened in league history. Um, unfortunately, I was on the wrong side of that one. But, uh, but yeah, I know. Now, speaking about my matchup. Um, yeah. What's happened, Tom? You could have used you know, it this week. I, I, I. <laughs> It's been a couple rough couple of weeks for my team. Um, no excuses here. The the guys on my my wide receivers just didn't show up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I was pretty fortunate, I think, um, to you know pick up uh, Mooney after he was dropped. After we mentioned that he should be dropped multiple times, I just <laughs> figured I'd take a swing at it. Uh, but I didn't I didn't have the fortitude to start him. Not that it would have helped at all, but. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, wide receiver wise, um, you know, my guys just didn't show up. Tight end didn't show up. I mean, Austin gave me a, a respectable stat line, but I mean, it, it wasn't going to be enough. I, I knew I was I was sunk going into to Monday night. Um, just you know, it's it's funny how that how this how this happens with the teams, but 
Um, you know, Dallas putting up 36 points and my guy, C.D. Lamb, mm-hmm. their number one potentially, arguably, wide receiver, getting only two catches for 13 yards is just head-scratchingly wrong. Um, hopefully that changes, you know, going forward because um, obviously I drafted him to be my, my top guy. But, you know, stuff like that, uh, that'll happen uh, in fantasy football. So um, great win by, uh, you know, reigning champ Matt Berry. Um, I mean – Hard, hard to beat when he's got uh, Pat Mahomes throwing for five touchdowns. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and when you get 23 points from your defense, um, I mean, I know the Bills are playing the Texans, but, you know, getting 23 points is always just, you know, icing on the cake. So that definitely <clears throat> helped him. And as you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes really always, you know, when you get five TDs, you're, it's going to be uphill battle for anybody that Matt Barry would be playing. And the last matchup is uh, our guest, I guess, pseudo team, or we should say his rooting interest, mm-hmm. um, with Alan So getting now his second win in a row, who a lot of people thought were a little down. Uh, I definitely know his com- competition this week, Bobby, was very down him, but Bobby looks like you're a little eating crow this week with uh, Alan So. Pulling off a nice win, even with his defense getting negative points. So, you know, Tom, it's always, it's always great. Everybody's always happy to see when Bobby loses, and especially when it's, you know, after he was talking so much SmackDown so in the beginning of the year. You know, I, I got to say, yeah, this was uh, this was such a slim victory, but, I mean, it was also a very satisfying one to, to kind of see. Um, I mean, unfortunate that it, uh, you know, it was it was, you know, I'm sure Bobby expected more and he, he, I feel like he probably expected to pull out the victory on this one, mm-hmm. uh, you know, getting Odell Beckham back and Tom Brady going against New England. Um, just the storylines of it. I mean, uh, I mean, George Kittle, when's he going to actually show up? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of things, you know, could have gone his way and unfortunately just enough didn't, um, you know, Alan, he's actually on a hot streak. He's got, he's got a more recent record. He's got his recent records better than either one of ours, which is, you know, it's funny yep. to say, but Hey, uh, two wins uh, in a row. He he's, uh, he's trending in the right direction. I, I couldn't agree. He definitely got some great performance from Jonathan Taylor, Stafford and Tom. I think it's a perfect segue. He has David Montgomery. And as we know, David Montgomery might be out for some week. So, Tom, I think this is perfect for us to start your segment of Tom's Top Targets. Let's get into it. Uh, So, you mentioned it right there. uh, David Montgomery potentially out for at least a few weeks, if not even longer. I think we're still waiting on the reports back about his um, ACL. Uh, So, whether or not he's had that torn or not, he's going to be – uh, shelved for at least a few weeks, and I think um, you know the the obvious recipient of all those carries uh, over there in Chicago is going to be uh, Damian Williams, uh, probably the hot to- uh, pickup of the week in mm-hmm. our league. Uh, so I wouldn't, ex- I would not be surprised to see some bids going into the uh, well, thirties or even forties. Mm. Uh, you for think so? Thirties and forties. I, it's, well, it's too early to say. We'll we'll see how it turns out tomorrow. But um, you know, considering how things have gone for the last couple of uh, you know times, we've had some hot uh, running back targets. Wouldn't be surprised. 
Is there any other uh, running backs that you think of that would be helpful? You know, there's a couple of guys here that uh, I think had some interesting weeks, and and uh, depending on how things go on their teams, we could see more from them. Uh, one name is uh, is one that a lot of uh, our Baltimore uh, faithful are, are very familiar with, uh, Alex Collins, now with mm-hmm. uh, Seattle. Um, he actually got, I think, just as many, if not uh, more carries than Chris Carson uh, this week, and looked pretty good doing it. I mean, I think the Seattle offense actually was clicking more with, uh, with Collins in that, that offense. I'm sure that's a fact that's not um, gone unnoticed by Seattle's uh, head coach. So we'll see how, you know, if he continues that trend, gets more playing time, but certainly someone to keep your eye on in the weeks to come. And then another name I have on here is uh, Kenneth Gainwell. Mm. Um, you know, Kenneth was uh, pull that up real quick. He was a top target, I think, after the first week or two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he's he's the rookie over there in Philly. Um, and I, I kind of feel like this, you know, for at least the last few years, I just feel like Philly's never going to truly unlock Miles Sanders' mm-hmm. true potential. And it looks like, I mean, Gainwell was getting tons of work. Um, you know, not only was he getting, you know, the goal line carries uh, against Kansas City, but, I mean, eight targets. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah. that screams to me like they're getting him involved. And, uh, and so I, I'm curious to see how he, how he does going forward, if he gets more of that offense pie and, uh, you know, what he does with it. No, I, th- I think that's a great topic. Is there any uh, other, maybe other skill positions, especially the wide receiver that you're looking at? You know, um, it's it's a uh, you know a team that I'm, I'm hesitant to to you know list as a as a targets, but uh, Jamison Crowder of the Ooh. Jets. Um, I like his involvement. Um, you know, it, I think he's he's always been kind of like the guy that. Um, gets overlooked in that offense, and, and I mean, rightfully so, he plays for the Jets. But uh, right out of the gate, nine targets, touchdown. I mean, came out had a strong, you know, if you know, not not great, but solid performance. And uh, you know, I could see definitely see that more as being kind of the safety net for uh, young Zach Wilson over there. Uh, so he's definitely a name that I would keep an eye on. No, I think yeah, I think Zach Wilson finally looked good, but. Uh... Was Zach Wilson going to make your uh, QBs a pickup this week, or do you think that was just a flash in the pan? Oh, definitely. Uh, it's he's he's kind of a hard name to say is kind of the QB pick. Um, I'm going to go back into the well on this one and uh, go with Daniel Jones again. Mm. I I really like. I mean, he's number six on the season. He's not getting any respect whatsoever, but he's going up against uh, the Dallas uh, team. Even though it is in Dallas, they're giving up you know some of the best points to quarterback. Um, he's shown that he's got some, you know, wheels and he can run on the ground. Um, he's definitely not, uh, the problem with the, the offense there in uh, New York. So I could see him, uh, doing a ton in Dallas. And if you need a streaming quarterback, he'd be my target. No, I, I like that. I'm always surprised that he's still available. It seems like people just uh, are afraid to jump on him or hold to quarterback because he's definitely has. Played really well this year. I know I have him in another league as a great streaming option. Um, but Tom, think, you know, next position I want to talk about is tight end. I know we had some couple injuries with Logan Thomas this week. You know, is there any tight ends that are out there, or are we just going to have to like wait and see at this point? Well, I mean, if I'm going to look at tight end, I think we got to look at the team that just put up uh, out of a short amount of points against Houston. 
mm-hmm. and that would be the Buffalo Bills, Dawson Knox. Uh, number three on the year. He just had two touchdowns this past game. I don't expect that every week, but he's got four touchdowns in the last three weeks. And Kansas City isn't exactly known for their passing defense. So in a pinch, if you need to start a tight end, he'd be my guy. And I could see him having a solid role going forward in the year. I'm glad you mentioned him, Tom, because actually I forgot he was available. And now I'm very intrigued because uh, he definitely <laughs> looks like he's going to be involved in that offense and the way Josh Allen, after this first week or two where he kind of looked a little sluggish, he just needed that football team to get him start- jump started. Um, he's been like on a tear recently, so it's always. So I'm, I'm, I'm also intrigued with Dawson. I'll see where he uh, ends up. Uh, maybe on my team. We'll never know. Uh, you know, and one, one more name I'd give you too, uh, just ooh. in case if let's say Dawson Knox is too, uh, you know, someone else gets him. Another name if you do need a tight end, tight end help, um, Max Williams plays ooh. for the Cardinals. I mean, Cardinals are on fire. Give me all the pieces of that offense I can take, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he got a decent amount of target share. His target share has been increasing, uh, you know, over the season. And I, I could see him continuing to have a prominent role uh, and, you know, potentially being that, that final piece that a lot of teams need. No, I, I think, yeah, I think that anybody on that Cardinals team right now seems like uh, you, you want to have at least share of them because that team is, you know, 4-0. I think the only undefeated team um, is looking on, looking on fire. <clears throat> but, but, Tom – you know, you mentioned these great draft, great pickups. Now you have the drops, some guys, and I got some guys for you. Now it's time for dance drops. All right, so Tom, I got a couple drops for you, which I'm going to start with one team in particular. I think Bob, Robert Bobby Cairns, like he has. A couple of players that, you know, I think he needs to go. And they're just underperforming and don't look to be long-term. First, Philip Lindsay. I don't know why he's still holding him. He hasn't done anything. I think the first week he maybe got a touchdown. But I just – I mean, I know they got kind of beaten in uh, at Buffalo. But I just don't see him getting much run unless they're playing maybe the Lions. And another person – this might shock you. This was a $22 player, Tyson Williams. I think Tyson Williams may be uh, – he was an inactive scratch on Sunday, so I'm a little concerned that he may not be, uh, he may not be uh, in the Ravens game plan going forward. Yeah, I'm really surprised about that too. But, um, I mean, it seems like they're, they're ready to move on from him for whatever reason. I mean, he's been mm-hmm. – like he got – quite a bit of carries against Kansas City but then against Detroit only uh last week a uh, healthy scratch i mean yep. it just seems like he's uh he's you know he's been tried out and they're ready to move on and try some of these other names that they've been on the practice squad so uh i could i could definitely see him moving on from from Tyson um had his moment in the sun but uh there's better options on the waivers Yep, I couldn't agree. And there's just two more names, Tom, I got for you. Uh, is Sony Michelle. I mean, mm. he, I, I actually liked him. I thought he's a sneaky pickup with Daryl Henderson uh, always getting hurt. But when he's gotten the opportunity, he hasn't done anything. I think it's – I don't know about you, but I think he's maybe trying to drop him. 
You know, I can see him being as a handcuff for the Daryl Henderson arm, but um, with Henderson being back, getting the majority of those carries, um, I think Sony's just an insurance policy at this point. Uh, not a guy I'd want to have on the roster. Uh, maybe if anything more long-term were to happen to Henderson, you could pick up Sony, maybe flex him just for the amount of work you'd be getting. But uh, you're right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect much from him. I think that he's, uh, he was a big name coming out of college, um, but on his second team now, still not showing a whole lot. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't really expect too much from him. All right, Tom, I got a couple of wide receivers that we probably should be dropping. First, I'll start with my own team, McCole Hartman. I had huge expectations thinking he was going to be the number two receiver to Tyreek Hill. Think, hey, maybe we'll get something. But he has been a big disappointment for me. I don't know what you, you know, think. Dan, I, I got to say, I think I think Hardman's been a drop all season. Like, I, oh. he was never on any of my teams. I never targeted him. And, you know, I just, I just don't think that there's anybody else in uh, Kansas City, aside from Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, like, even – I mean, like, obviously – Clyde Edwards-Alar is, you know, worth rostering. But, I mean, as far as, like, consistently starting every week feeling confident, it's only those, those two guys. Even even the new guy, uh, you know, what, Josh Gordon, he's back on the team. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, flash in the past, yep. You know, flash in the past. I mean, the guy was, you know, a monster <laughs> that one season. I'm, I'm not expecting huge things here. Honestly, yeah, Hardman's been – he's been cut cut bait for, uh, for me for a while. Yeah, I would say that was $10 not – uh, well worth. Oof. Uh, so yeah, I know. Because it could have been upward. But Tom, uh-huh. I think you also have somebody that may need to be dropped. Uh, Terrence Marshall Jr., I don't know what's going on with him. I kind of liked him as a sleeper come of the year. Um, but he, he just seemed like he's done nothing. We, uh, I mean, you got DJ Moore. You got Robbie Anderson, who's also being a little, little disappointment. And uh, I don't know, Sam Darnold, he keeps running the ball. I mean, who knows what that means to the receivers. But, you know, what do you think about uh, Terrence, Terrence Marshall Jr. on your team? Yeah, I think that was a bit of a reach for me to try and go after him, too. Um, he was definitely somebody that just, you know, I wanted to take a shot on a rookie wide receiver end of the draft. I, I like the name. I like his, you know, um, I, I think he's going to be a guy to watch for maybe next year. But this season, yeah, he, he's not really figuring into their game plan much. And, uh, like, you're right. I mean, Sam Darnold looks absolutely like a completely different quarterback than we expect him to be. He's running the ball. Uh, he's obviously locked in on, on DJ Moore. Um, and, uh, you know, if there is a number two in there, maybe it's Robbie Anderson. Um, but it's really anybody's game. But it's certainly not Terrence Marshall. So you're, I agree with you on that one. And the last one is – Another, uh, I feel like I'm always picking on Gallagher receivers. Uh, he, ha- I think one more that he, you know, he should probably drop him with probably Jalen Rager. Haven't seen much out of him. Don't see him impressed. Doesn't seem like he's, you know, going to be receiving a lot of uh, opportunity there. You know, they're going with Devontae Smith. The running backs, as you mentioned, are more involved in the passing game. I think Gallagher got another receiver to drop, and hopefully uh, this doesn't, uh, pop up like Darnell Mooney, but I, I just don't see uh, any need to hold on to Rager. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with you on that one too. Um, I think you know he he had a little bit of hype after with the first week, and I mean the 
I mean, Eagles looked amazing in week one. But ever since then, they've been kind of a question mark and a bit of an enigma. And, uh, you know, I, I do think that Devonta Smith is their number one receiver. Um, so I just until they get their passing game situation figured out, um, I just don't think there's really much space for any other wide receivers to really make much of an impact uh, consistently. So, yeah, I wouldn't feel confident starting him. And, uh, you know, when he does have his occasional you know touchdown week, he's probably not going to, you know, repeat. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't see holding him either. So, Tom, I know we, uh, we're, what, a week five now. Mm-hmm. There's a big matchup this week, Tom. I don't know if you know. Is there? Uh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, you and I are going head-to-head this week. We're a pretty – I would say it's actually a pretty meaningful um, game. You know, if I beat you, I'll go 4-1. If you beat me, we'll both be tied at 3-2. So, that this is obviously – after your recent slide here, this would be a big win. So, uh Get a little nervous, can look uh, for this matchup. You know, I uh, I would be nervous, but um, I mean, I I kind of I kind of like my odds this week. I, I think uh, you know, there's there's going to be some guys. You got a lot of those divisional matchups, and they can go either way. Um, you know, I, I I would I would say I like my chances, man. I I, uh, I don't know about you. I, I feel like I'd be a little worried if I were in your shoes. I see. I was a little worried, but then. I think Joe Mixon's going to be out, which is a, which is great for me, um, and I have a full healthy team at the moment, and so I think for me it just comes to making the right start and sit uh, or lineup options. But uh, but I guess Tom, you know, I got help with this. I got a little friendly wager for you since it's you and I in this. All right, <clears throat> the loser has to have some sort of. Uh, rename their teammate and sound something like, you know, Dan's the greatest or or something like that. Just, you know, really reference, make sure you know that, you know, about it better. And if somehow we could find that picture of Heaps, either with the cat with the birthday hat or or, or, or that weird picture that Will always referenced or Bobby, if we could someone find that and then send it to the group chat, Whoever, you know, between you and I, Tom, whoever loses that, I will. I, I think one of us should make that picture our little icon thing that ESPN has. Thoughts? I agree, except for the fact that it's not going to be me changing my team name, ah. you changing your team name, but uh, I accept. Let's all go. right, let's do it. So, all right, well, Tom, I'm looking forward to our matchup this week. Uh, I hope you're ready to, you know, change your name and uh, good luck this week.